0: Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the difference between holding space and holding on. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so one of the things I've encountered quite a bit as a mindfulness meditation teacher is that when the invitation is there to move closer to one's experience, to be with and hold an experience like a a thought, a, a sensation in the body, or an emotion, sometimes a a painful emotion. For a lot of people, there is pushback to this, not simply to the ideology, but to the practice of uh, being with an experience that maybe one has spent a lot of time trying to get away from, trying not to hold on to. And when that invitation is there to be with it, it feels like it's antithetical to where they're trying to go, what they're trying to accomplish, the kind of life they're looking to create. And so I really want to highlight that there's a difference between holding on to an experience and holding space for an experience. Holding on to an experience can take a lot of different shapes and forms. If it's something like sadness, loneliness, or grief, holding on can sometimes look like, quite literally, staying in those emotions and uh, almost wanting to stay there because it actually feels painful to transition from them. The circumstances of your life might feel such that you should be experiencing those things, sadness, loneliness, grief. I think of maybe after a relationship breakup, or the loss of a loved one. Uh, maybe you've experienced this or can imagine experiencing this, just not feeling ready to transition from those emotions because it just feels too soon. And, you know, time and place for that. And so that could be one form of uh, holding on to an emotion and experience. But it can also look different than that. Holding on, another form of holding on, could actually be uh, suppressing the experience or distracting yourself from the experience. On the one hand, it looks like turning away, putting your attention to something else, but really what it is is you're still in relationship to the experience and you're still wrestling with it. You're just trying to shove it out of your awareness. There's still attachment to the experience in your life. You're not free from it. You haven't transcended it. You haven't walked around it or walked through it. You've just sort of tried to pretend it's not there or shove it out of your conscious awareness in the moment. That is still a form of holding on to an experience. And a lot of those people that I first work with that say, like, I'm ready to transition from this, I don't want to hold on to it. Even though this idea of making space for the experience in their awareness feels like a form of holding on, it's actually quite different than what they've been doing. Instead of subconsciously holding on to the experience and pushing it down so that it just gets stored in your being somewhere out of your awareness, although it really comes up in your awareness in more toxic ways, instead of doing that, you're just turning toward what is already here, what is already here, not in a way that's grasping at it, not in a way that is necessarily endorsing it, not necessarily in a way... That says like oh I I like that this experience is here and I want it to be here for a long time because now I'm looking at it. No. It's just turning toward truth. It's waking up to the reality of of what's here now. It's stepping out of bed in the morning and realizing, oh, there's gravity and I need to learn to walk with it. We spend a lot a lot of our lives denying the gravity in our life. And of course, this is just a metaphor for the things that are true that eventually we need to accept. And if you deny that there's gravity, you can be angry about it, resist it, but it's still pulling you to toward the center of the earth. And so, you could deny that a certain emotion is there, a certain pain is there. Pretend like it's, you know, not part of you, but it's still doing something. It still has some sort of pull. And so, that transition from holding on to holding space. It's just a turning toward. It's just an opening up to the reality of what's here right now. And the beauty of this is that perhaps for the first time, you're giving your internal experience the space to do what it does. And do you know what that is? It's to arise and to pass away. Arise and pass away. All experience arises and passes away. A thought, an emotion, a sensation, a sound, a sight, a smell, a taste. And you don't have to take this from me as some sort of Buddhist doctrine that you have to take at face value and believe. You just pay careful attention to your experience really careful attention to your experience, you'll see that everything is shifting. Everything is changing. But we get in the way of certain experiences completing their cycle by not allowing ourselves to feel them fully, by not allowing ourselves to hold space for them, but instead suppressing them. And then they come up in more negative ways or uh, during difficult experiences, or during a conversation with someone, and the unprocessed anger from the last conversation still sort of like starts to rear its head because we you know didn't make amends before, and that energy is still in the body. You know that can happen over the course of a day, but it can also happen over the course of uh, weeks and months, and yes, even years. And so even though they'll still be an ebb and flow with those emotions that we've suppressed, they will feel a little more static and they'll continue to hang out in our minds and our bodies in a more static way rather than being able to move through life a bit more like a, I like to think of it as a, a, a clear screen and just a, a, the, gusts of wind of life can move through us a little bit more easily without getting obstructed and stuck. And so one of the aims of practice, with a capital P, you know, meditation practice, but just life practice uh, that enables us to move more fluidly with the flow of our moment-to-moment experience, is creating an internal space that allows all of our experience to, to come, to be felt, and then to pass so that we can move into the next moment uh, a little more cleanly with a more easeful transition so that we can show up more more fully. And with uh, all of our resources uh, Open for what's to come next rather than still processing what happened previously or stuck on something else or weighed down by an emotion that wasn't fully processed. And this is something that we can do just on a a day to day basis over time, hold space for our experience as it's coming up, let it pass, let it be felt, all of that. And it's something that we can do more intentionally if we have a lot of stuff. Clogging the pipes, so to speak. And this is where, you know, on a retreat or in a workshop or, you know, in just my general teachings, when I might invite someone to hold an experience in that way and they feel like it's, oh, I don't want to hold on to this anymore. It's not holding on, it's holding space for, so that this experience can be touched, it can breathe it can start to move and transition. And that's why a lot of people can feel a lot of energy with meditation practice because things are finally moving. There's less stagnant water. It's uh, That energy has a, the space to flow again. Those emotions, those sensations have the space to flow again. You're creating more clear channels. That's the beauty of awareness itself. There's still awareness it just allows experiences to to come into your awareness, to be seen, to be felt, and then to start to transition. So the main takeaway that I'd like for you to uh, take into your day and into your life is just notice that you know when that invitation is there or when that curiosity might be there to maybe lean into an experience and it feels like, oh, is this just like, Am I just holding on to this even more? No, it's not that. You're turning toward what is already here so that it has the space to fulfill its true nature, which is to arise and to pass. But if you don't meet it, and it's a poignant part of what you're going through, then it's not going to process, it's not going to complete, and it will get stuck in the background. And if you need some help learning how to create space for your experience as it arises, here are four simple things that you can do. The first is just take a deep breath into the experience. That will literally create some space in the body because there will be more ease uh, and less tension, but also space in the mind because you'll be less uh, in an amygdala hijack, the part of your brain that is creating stress and tension. A deep breath helps that soften. So first thing always just a nice deep breath. And then the second thing is just say to say to the experience, I see you. You're welcome here. Right? Just let it know you can be here. I'm just I'm just here to witness, just here to create a space for you to exist. The third, relax your body into the experience. I like to invite the jaw to soften, the shoulders and the belly. And then this is uh, always an important step when working with uncomfortable experiences because the tendency will be to tighten around them. And so we're just checking in with the body, relaxing it into the experience. And then from that relaxed awareness, we just bring some curiosity to the experience itself. This is the the witnessing mind. But that, that curiosity adds a uh, a little extra spice and flavor to the awareness. It's like, oh, what is this about? And that, that interest brings us a little closer to the experience, which often helps accelerate the integration and the mending of the relationship to the experience and so if it's something that we've really fought or resisted it can take some time to create an open enough space for that to be truly felt without judgment so that it can actually pass and curiosity does that really well so again take a deep breath say to the experience i see you you're welcome here relax into the experience And then bring your attention to it with curiosity. This should help you get started. Thanks so much for your practice. You're doing great. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, as always, take care.